Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach, your inner work mentor. So I'm sitting in a different part of the house today, so it might sound a little bit different And I'm doing that because it is a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny day. So I'm working in a different room in the house in front of a big window that has sky, sun, trees, clouds, and everything. I need extra inspiration today. So today I want to share with you a tool, a coaching tool that I teach in my virtual retreats. I teach it in my Divine Self-Care Circle community. It's super transformative. I don't normally teach this outside of my paid circle, but I really felt when I tapped in today and I checked in, I checked, Ooh, I wonder if that affected your sound. Sorry about that. I just switched speakers, but I'm going to keep going because I'm assuming it worked. (laughs) Um, I normally don't teach this outside of my paid community, but I feel like, um, I feel like you need it. (laughs) I feel like we are in the middle of a massive hurricane plus tornado plus earthquake level type of stress in our lives. And for me, I mean, I'm going to be like very sensitive here because I know that a lot of people are experiencing some really terrible circumstances and I will never take that away from anyone. I mean, your experience is your experience. Mine is mine. Um, And I want to honor exactly where you are. That's why I want to give you this tool because I believe fully hundred million thousand percent, if that's a real number, that um, self-care is more and more needed as things get chaotic, as things get stressful, as the world seems impossibly brutal in so many ways that we must come back to taking care of ourselves in really profound, simple Um, daily, consistent ways. We are not here to fall apart and hide, although sometimes we need to do that as well. And we are also responsible for ourselves and for other people in our lives. And we have so much more power than we believe we do sometimes, most of the time, all the time. Um, So I want to share this tool with you that is one that will help you to pre-plan some self-care in a way that's meaningful for you. One of the things that I've been teaching for, for many years in my circle, we're in our sixth year now, 
is that the self-care that works for me is not necessarily the self-care that works for you based on your personality, your life, your physical status, like, you know, when you're feeling healthy, when you're feeling under the weather, uh, your responsibilities in your life, your cycles, your seasons, every phase of life has a different uh, physical, emotional, spiritual, mental um, level of energetic possibility. So when I teach self-care, it's about getting to understand your own self-care blueprint, your way of starting the day, your way of exercising, your way of choosing foods that serve your body, your way of connecting with people around you in meaningful ways, right? I'm not giving you like an A to Z guide of things you need to do every single day. And there, you know, you can read those guides. They're everywhere. You can Google them. 20 things that you need to do every day in order to call yourself, you know, good on self-care. Well, that's not how I teach it. It's not how I experience it. And I am going to assume, although I don't like to assume, I'm going to assume here that you have a unique way of expressing yourself and a unique way of experiencing the world so that what works for me, again, might not be what works for you. So this tool is going to help you to create a custom self-care plan to meet yourself where you are on any given day. Because if you have 20 minutes free or an hour for free, you know, free time or a whole weekend free, and you don't have an intentional um, understanding or you don't have an intentional list of things you can do, you might just end up, you know, sitting on the couch watching Netflix for eight hours. And while that's fine for some people, um, for me, I would find that really draining. Like, even though part of me does it, some, you know, maybe not eight hours, but I've definitely spent my share of time snuggled in bed or on the couch, you know, watching something. Um, there's times where it's very nourishing for me, and there's times where I know I'm avoiding doing the things that I need to do. So my goal for you, my intention is for you to become conscious and aware of what actually nourishes you versus what numbs you out. And the only way to, to really get a clear image of that is to start noticing what turns you into someone who nourishes yourself under stress or when you need to replenish versus someone who turns to avoidance or numbing with either food or Netflix or any other substance or avoidance or procrastination, which, you know, I think we all have different versions of all of these things. And when I teach self-care, again, I'm not teaching it to like one person in one way that has to, it has to be done this way. I'm speaking to you as an individual who has your own life, your own needs, your own way of being in the world. So this tool is called Good, Better, Best. Good, Better, Best. <laughs> and notice it's not crappy, okay, and wonderful. It starts with good, good, better, best. And those words do not define the content of the list. Instead, it is related to how much time you have to actually take for self-care at that particular moment. The benefit of creating a good, better, best list is that if you find yourself with, like I said, a small amount of time, whether your kids sleep in and you're like, oh, I have 20 minutes, what am I going to do with it? Um, or you find yourself with a whole day alone, because maybe, you know, 
all of a sudden your house is empty and everyone is busy doing something else or maybe they're all busy with school and work and you find yourself sort of like with a half an hour or an hour to give time to yourself, what are you going to do with it? Now, if you're somebody who's like, oh, I know exactly what I would do every single minute of the day, congratulations, <laughs> you're awesome. Um, but I wanna talk to you, those of you and you who have like this idea of what you wanna do, but it becomes a blur and you're not sure, and all of a sudden you try to micromanage that time so much that you couldn't even relax. I'll share a story with you and then I'll help you make that list. So if you haven't gotten a journal and pen yet or just a paper and pen, I would suggest you do that while you're listening to the story. Um, years ago before, I think it was before I started the circle. So it must've been like seven or eight years ago, maybe even nine years ago, I decided I was going to go away for three days and I was going to go to um, just south of where I live on an, a place called Whidbey Island. It's really beautiful. It's surrounded by water. It's really easy to have a place near water or with you're usually within driving distance of water. And I'm like a water baby, water witch. <laughs> so I need to be near water. Um, that's how I replenish a lot of my power and my, my energy. Um, so I decided I was going to go away. This was like the first time I had been away by myself since my son was born. And I just like, it was, I think it was like maybe March or April. So it wasn't even super warm out yet. But I just knew I needed time to just be and think. I was going through this physical healing journey, which I, you've heard me talk about before in previous episodes. Um, and so I found a place that was a yoga studio, retreat center. Um, they didn't serve food, but they were within driving distance of this town that I really love right on the water. So I took the weekend and I brought... Oh my gosh, I brought a bunch of books. I brought the Desire Map book. I brought like several journals. I brought another book to read. I brought yoga supplies. I brought like everything. So I thought I'm going to make the most of every single minute of that personal retreat. And so I, I, I actually remember leaving the house, um, getting stuck in construction traffic, which we never have traffic here. We live like, you know, it's a city, but it's not a huge city. So there's rarely ever traffic here. And this is even eight, you know, seven or eight years ago, so even less people then. Um, but I, I found myself in construction traffic, so I called my husband. I'm like, oh, great, <laughs> I'm in traffic. And he said to me, which was like the first hint of how I was trying to even like over control the driving. He's like, well, you know, you're on vacation. You're, you're with yourself, so just enjoy the time in the car. You don't have anywhere to be or go or whatever. And I just took a deep breath. I'm like, oh, you're right. I was trying to even control like how quickly I get there, right? So that was the first hint of like, I think I'm trying to grip this relaxing too tightly. So I get there and it like by the third day I was fine. But the first two days um, I was, you know, as soon as I had a free moment and I didn't have a, you know, a child asking me to make food, I didn't have laundry to do, like I didn't have anything to do there. Like everything was taken care of for me. I had this sweet little room um, with a little deck on it. There was like grounds there were really pretty. There was this forest walk I could take. There was a, um, like a little pathway, which was really sweet that I can walk around the property. Um, I did take a yoga class, I think maybe one or two. But the rest of the time, as soon as I had like a moment, I was trying to figure out what to do with it. I, would, I was literally filling every moment with, Yoga, like yoga or meditation or reading or journaling or writing or 
making myself food. Like I couldn't just stop. <laughs> it took me a while, maybe like a good first full day plus half of the next day to realize that I was trying to relax too hard. And because I didn't, kind of, I didn't have a list of, well, I guess the list was kind of over controlling. It, it could have been in that way. But what I didn't have was a list of things that I could look at and choose from. Instead, I was trying to cram everything in. And I hear that quite a bit. Like if you have a night alone, you don't really know what to do with it because you're trying to do everything. You want to do the bath, you want to do the manicure, you want to do the relaxing, you want to do the self-massage, you want to do the writing, you want to do the reading, you want to, you know, like you want to do all the things. And that can create a different kind of stress in trying to do self-care, right? So what I want to guide you to do right now is, oh, by the way, I did eventually relax, but it was pretty hard. Like I didn't relax enough to feel like I came back and I actually was kind of exhausted from having to over-engineer self-care the whole time. My favorite part of that whole thing was I went out to breakfast on the last day and I just sat there. I didn't bring anything with me. And I literally just sat and ate my food and I didn't have a plan for that last morning. I just walked on the beach kind of followed my intuition. And I was like, Oh, this is what I could have been doing the whole time. Like I really wish I didn't plan anything so that I could have just reconnected with that intuitive navigation part of myself and not having to over-engineer things. So what I want to invite you to do now is write on a piece of paper, like take a flat of a clean piece of paper and on the top separate it in, write two lines from the top to the bottom, creating three columns. And on the top of those, write good at the left, better in the middle and best on the right. So then you have three columns, on a blank page, good, better, best. And under good, write less than 10 minutes. If I have less than 10 minutes, what would I do to replenish my mind, body, or soul? And, and you're not writing this so that you could do all of them at the same time. You're just thinking through what you would do. In the middle where it says best, say 10 minutes to an hour. 10 minutes to an hour. This is really important because we end up with these little micro pockets of time. And instead of doing one thing that would be nourishing, we end up doing three to five things and like we don't really get satisfaction from doing them. That's why I'm, I'm giving you time increments. So if you have 10 minutes or less, it's good. If you have 10 minutes to an hour, it's better. And best is one hour or more. If you have one hour or more. And underneath each one, I want you to take some time and just list out like, okay, if I had, let's start with a good list. If I know I only have 10 minutes or less to do something that would feel really nourishing, either for my body, mind, or soul, write them all down. You can end up with a list of 20, anything from sit quietly, look out the window, lay down flat on the floor with a timer, um, sit quietly and do a meditation, um, read a chapter of you know, an inspirational book, um, write in my journal, answering this specific prompt. And you, it's really good to have a specific prompt. I love to keep a note in my phone. I have all these journal prompts because sometimes when you open a journal and just start writing, it's really sort of meandering, but it never feels like you actually got anywhere. So if you have journal prompts, then you have a specific question that you're answering. So you can answer a journal prompt in under 10 minutes that feel very satisfying and nourishing like you actually had a good soul meal. So that would be a good place to write like, um, so under the good, you can write, 
you know, answer a journal prompt and then write a bunch of different journal prompts and you can research. And if you need ideas, please let me know. Um, in the Magic Morning Journal, if you haven't downloaded it yet, it's in the link in the show notes. You can actually grab that. And in there, there's a bunch of journal prompts for you as well. So you make, make that list and then you go to the next one. Go to the better list. And if I had 10 minutes to an hour, what would I do with that time? And then start listing things out. And you'll find that even in the process of writing it down, you'll, you're either going to hit resistance because you're thinking like, oh, I, you know, either I won't have the time or uh, I'm over-engineering it or like, what would I even do? <laughs> right? So this is where you start turning inward and doing this inner work of questioning yourself and ask yourself, what would feel really nourishing if I had 10 minutes to an hour? And I can give you ideas if you want, but I really want you to turn into your own knowing about what would serve you. Like for me in that better list would be a walk in nature. It would be a bath. It would be calling a good friend and having like a really beautiful conversation. I always feel nourished after I speak with, you know, make time to speak with friends who I haven't spoken, spoken with in a while or just to have a conversation. Um, I might actually do my nails in that situation. Like I do love going to get my nails done, but I also really love doing my own nails. Um, I might decide to write poetry. I might decide to um, reorganize my closet or drawer. Like it depends what you decide feels nourishing to you. And then the third one would be best. So you have an hour or more like maybe you decide to wake up early on a Sunday morning. For me, this is pretty typical. I wake up early on a Sunday. My family's still sleeping in. I love, like my Sunday morning best is when I wake up, I go downstairs and get my dog. I bring her back up in bed. I love my blanket. I got, I got myself a new bed and blankets and a new comforter that is this beautiful linen texture. So I actually love getting back into bed in my soft, comfy robe. I bring up a cup of coffee and, and some lemon water. I have a journal and I actually do some writing. Like I love doing that. To me, it feels so good. And it's really the only day that I wake up and I don't go straight to like doing my exercising and that kind of whole thing. Um, so I love that. That's become my Sunday morning ritual because I know I'll have like at least two hours. And so I could do lots of different things, but instead of rushing out, I actually turn back within. And the book that I'm writing, I'll should be sharing that with more with you over the next coming months, but it's very nourishing for me to write this because it's, it's, you know, it's really my soul's work. Um, I love writing it and I love getting it done in a way that feels so nourishing to my mind, body, and soul. So if you have small kids around, like little, little ones who still require you to physically, you know, help them and feed them and do all the things, um, you can do all of these things with your kids around. But if you find yourself with some time on your hands, like Maybe your little one's sleeping a lot longer, or maybe you have um, someone over watching them or whatever the circumstance might be, you know, you get to decide. So just to review, if you take time to create a good, better, best list, you will find that when you find yourself with some free time, you will much more easily lean towards doing something nourishing for yourself instead of turning on Netflix as a way to numb or to distract. You'll find yourself not just sitting there and scrolling Instagram, 
um, and walking away after an, after an hour or half an hour or 10 minutes and you're like, oh, I could have done something else. Like I could have, <laughs> I could have done some, so much with this time, you know, cause that's what ends up happening is you end up having free time and you end up just doing what is most convenient in the moment. And for a lot of people that is just scrolling Instagram or scrolling Facebook. And all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, shoot, I wish I would have, you know, done something else. I wish I would have sat down and like written that letter or sent that email or whatever it is, right? Whatever that self-care thing is for you. So this is a way for you to be intentional about that time because we are all right now in this crazy pandemic time, spending a lot more time at home, especially if you're still working from home and you might find yourself on a little break. And instead of just mindlessly scrolling for 10 minutes, which, Hey, if that's on your list, you can do that too. You can scroll with intention. Right? Like I actually really love one of the things on my good list is um, scrolling, looking at bachata dance videos because I'm learning teaching myself actually some bachata dance lessons. So I really enjoy watching. It's very inspiring to me, um, but I do it intentionally. I don't just do it like as a distraction. I do that with intention. So I'm not saying that social media can't be part of your self-care if it is nourishing for you in some way, but I would bet that if you're like me and most people, you're probably doing it mindlessly. Um, this is also a really powerful tool for those of you who are home with kids um, of really any age, but especially as they get into their like, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, <laughs> like that age where they need entertainment sometimes. Um, you can sit down with them too, because it's so easy for kids to scroll social media as well. Um, even if you're monitoring what they're looking at, you can sit down with them and have them create a good, better, best list for their free time. And you'll find that they're so creative and they can remember like, oh yeah, I want to go, you know, learn how to sew or I want to go draw or I want to build Legos or I want to like whatever, you know, age appropriate for your child. Um, you'll find that you will have a lot more peace in the home too, because instead, like I know for me, my son, his go-to is like playing a video game on his phone between breaks in school. And it's like the never ending battle. Right? So it's a perfect example to sit down and say, okay, you have a 10 minute break between, you know, classes. Is this nourishing you to play a video game or would it be better to go outside and move your body? And listen, it's like, you know, I, <laughs> he's not listening to me at this point. So it's fine for him. He says it is nourishing to lay down on the couch and play, you know, five, 10 minutes of a video game. Fine. We have to choose our battles, but there are definitely times where he will listen to me and we talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but it's a great example to set for your kids too, to sit down with them and say, or you could even do this with a partner in your house too, because sometimes when you have free time together, you're wanting to do different things. But if you sat down in advance and say, okay, we have, you know, Fridays free or Saturdays free all together as a family, you can do this with your family too. And say, if we have a few hours together as a family, what are some ideas of good, better, best things that we can do together? And you actually create intentional time together because I know we, as intentional as my family gets, like there's definitely times where I look up and I'm on my phone, my son's playing video game on his phone and my husband is reading the news on his phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, we have become those people. So let's like figure out what to do. How about we go, go for a walk or we go make some, you know, apple crumble or we go do something else. So this good, better, best can actually be a very powerful tool 
for you, for your family, for your kids. Um, and if, and also here's one final thing <laughs> that just occurred to me because I have a friend who um, is a mom of two young kids and she's a business owner, she's a coach and she did a time study for herself and she realized that she only has like 10 hours a week of solid work time. And that's really what she has right now. But she was finding herself tripped up because whenever she had a little bit of free time when her kids were either napping or whatever, she didn't know what to do. So she felt like she was always looking for something to do. So if you're like her and you have limited time to work on your business or your side business or whatever it is, make a list of good, better, best of business activities. If you know you have like 30 minutes before your kid wakes up from their nap um, and you can do one thing in 30 minutes or less, what would that be? Maybe it would be write an email or a blog post or work on a product that you're creating so that you're not sitting there again. Cause I'm telling you, if you don't know what to do, the default is going to be mindless scrolling or Netflixing or whatever. So my goal for you here, my takeaway is choose to be intentional with your time. And again, this isn't about like at the beginning of the episode where I was telling you about going away on retreat and being so hyper controlling of your time that you can't relax. In fact, the more you, you create a conscious container for filling the time, the more likely you are to be uh, intentionally choosing what you want to do with that time instead of trying to cram in all the stuff, right? Or just mindlessly numbing and not doing any of that because you're like, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to do nothing, right? That's another thing that can happen. So um, go back and listen to this again. If you need to hear some of the ideas that I gave you, um, don't be surprised if your ego and your mind is like in total resistance right now <laughs> and you're like, I don't even know what to do. No, if you need ideas, come hit me up on Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson. There's a link directly in the show notes. You can find them there, but I'm really good at brainstorming stuff like this. So if you need help, let me know. Um, and if you need support in a community to do this, of course, you're invited into the Divine Self-Care Circle. We do a lot of this kind of work where we are intentionally creating a life that you adore in your work, in relationships, one morning, one day at a time. And you know what? We need community now more than ever. So I promise you'll get amazing content, of course, as always. Um, but you'll also get a lot of great coaching from me, as well as an amazing community of women just like you who are wanting to be connected intentionally, creating intentionally, rising above the chaos right now, finding your inner power, um, and understanding that, you know, really the whole point of this life is to connect with yourself, trust yourself, do what turns your soul on so that you can be a point of light in the world um, because we need it. <laughs> oh my God, we need it more than ever. All right. I would love to hear how you receive this, what you're taking away. I'd love to see your list. So create your list and then post a picture of it on Instagram and tag me so that I can see it at Elena underscore Lipson. All right. Now I'm going to go walk outside because I've got like an hour before I have to go pick up my son. Um, and I am going to go take a walk in the sunshine with my dog, listening to a really awesome book on audio. That is what I do when I have like an hour because <laughs> I need to walk and move my body. I've been sitting for a while. I can't wait to see your list. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 
Thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.